Hey everyone, welcome back to Financing Simplified, our podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Anthony Benuto, brought to you by InTouch Mortgage Solutions. And today I have the honor and privilege uh, to be speaking with one of our broker banks, one of our uh, financial institutions that we work with, and they'll fill you in on more. I'm going to take the opportunity and introduce to you uh, Asad Ali with Merrick's Financial. Asad, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for that, Anthony. It's uh, it's really nice to be here. Um, yeah, so a- as Anthony mentioned, I'm a, I'm a business development manager for Merrick's Financial. Um, so what that means is I partner with brokers and assist them with placing of their mortgage applications, right? So uh, Anthony comes across deals and basically runs them by me, and uh, I'm, I'm the one who lets them know if it's a fit or not. And that's kind of my job in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. Um Uh, Outside of that, uh, Merrick's Financial, for those of you wondering what that is or who that is, um, we are what's referred to as a monoline mortgage lender. Uh, This is different from banks, right? So in the sense that our product or our service, all we offer is mortgages, strictly mortgages. Uh, When you look at banks, you think about things like, you know, checkings accounts, GICs, investments, etc. We don't offer any of that. So that does mean our business model is a little bit different. And I'd be happy to go into depth about that if you'd like me to, Anthony, um, or if you want to talk a little bit more about the mortgage side of the business and, and you know, how things are going there, we can definitely elaborate on that. Definitely a couple things uh, on that actual note. And once again, thank you for, for being on and taking the time. I know you guys My are pleasure. busy. Uh, but with regards to, you know, broker-friendly banks and obviously monoline lenders, for those of you that are learning what the options are, um, well, a lot of our clients right now, especially in this high rate environment, they're finding it challenging to qualify and obviously uh, looking to switches and transfers as we sort of move forward through this uh, or navigate this uh, market. Um, you know, would you say that Merrick's Financial is, you know, one of their sweet spots would be switches and transfers? And oh, tell us 100%. a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, that, that's a great question. Thank you so much. Um, switches and transfers are absolutely our sweet spot. As a matter of fact, insured and insurable business is kind of where we thrive. So um, I just want to break down very quickly that there are three categories of mortgages. Um, there's insured mortgages, which are high ratio, meaning that you know somebody who's putting less than 20% down is an insured mortgage. Now, there's a few more criteria around that, right? Less than 20% down, primary residence, can't be a rental, has to be 25-year amortization max. Now, if it fits, then not a rental, 25-year amortization max, but there's more than 5% down, so in fact, there's more than 20% down, this is what we refer to as insurable. So what Mm -hmm. we do as a lender is we actually purchase a bulk insurance policy for, let's say, 500 of these types of deals, and we insure them on the back end. We pay for that insurance. In exchange for that, what we do is we reduce our risk, we mitigate our risk, and we pass on those savings to our customers. We offer great rates on insured and insurable. Uninsured, when you're a monoline lender, meaning that you have investors on the back end that are funding these mortgages, uninsured poses the highest amount of risk to you, which is why we're seeing the highest rate of interest on uninsured. And with the new stress test in place, adding 2% to these elevated rates is making it near impossible for people to qualify. Mm-hmm. So when you ask, is it transfers our bread and butter? Yeah, absolutely, because this is an insured, insurable business. There's a discounted rate on this. It's a lot easier to qualify, right? And, um, you know, we gain some flexibility. There's a lot of creative things we can look to do within transfers. 
Mm -hmm. That's really good to know. And I think for a lot of our viewers out there, when they're thinking about switches and transfers, uh, obviously they're going to be trying to get in a low rate. So just, you know, to maybe explain or elaborate further on that, uh, let's say, for example, a client started their journey off at a 30-year amortization and now they're approaching a f their five-year term is up and now they're at 25 years, you know, they'd be eligible to consider or be considered for an insurable switch transfer, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So it, it all kind of depends on what the value of the property is in that scenario. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's a lot of tricks that brokers are aware of that, you know, um, I'd say the more experienced brokers are aware of that they can utilize with the tris, uh, switch transfer program. Right. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, um, that example that you just posed, somebody had a 30 year amortization, five years went by. Uh, let's throw some numbers out there. Let's say that their property value is you know, 1.2 million and their mortgage balance is, let's say, $650,000, right? Now, an inexperienced broker might go out of their way and pose this as, you know, okay, well, it's nearly 50% LTV and it's an uninsured deal because it's worth over a million dollars. I'm not saying you should do this, but an experienced broker might present the value as $999,000, meaning under a million, and see that the rest of the criteria fits the insurable program present the deal as so. See, mm -hmm. the big advantage that you have with an insurable business is that there's a high chance that we're going to do an AVM. An AVM is just an automated valuation model. What that means is we're going to be able to confirm your value electronically. You're telling us that a $1.2 million place is worth $999,000. Chances are our automated valuation model is going to agree. It's going to say, sure, yeah, it's worth that much. It's probably thinking it's worth more, but it's not going to elaborate and tell us that. So these are some of the tricks that you can utilize to kind of make uninsured business insured, right? Mm -hmm. uh, another quick example of that might be, you know, um, here, I'll give you a quick scenario. Like, for instance, Anthony, you come across a client that has uh, a HELOC and they have a mortgage as well and they haven't touched that HELOC balance. But, you know, they've just decided that, hey, this is not good for me. I, I shouldn't have a HELOC It's or whatever the reason. I don't like this bank, whatever it might be. And I want to switch. But I want some money, right? And I want, uh, let's say, a hundred grand. And let's say their HELOC has a hundred grand available on it. Some brokers that are, again, inexperienced, would probably tell this kind of customer that, hey, you know what? We got to do a refinance for you. We got to switch you to another bank. We got to get you an extra hundred grand, and we got to close off your HELOC and and mortgage. An experienced broker would say, hey, let's take a hundred thousand from your HELOC, max it out. We'll mm -hmm. transfer that into your mortgage. We'll switch you over to a lender like Merrick's and you'll only have a mortgage there. They'll take care of discharging your HELOC. Yeah, because it's an all-in-one, basically. You're just taking the entire balance and moving it over. We're just shifting it to one portion of the all-in-one, exactly. Exactly. And I know there's a couple things, too, in regards that maybe some of our viewers may not be familiar with. And obviously, in this market, how many Canadians maybe have not refinanced since, uh, let's use the year 2016. Tell us, uh, what does a client who maybe hasn't ever refinanced their mortgage, they've been just working their way down their amortization ladder and you know they're looking at uh, the rates right now with some of the banks and obviously the mono banks the mono lines they're a lot more aggressive i find with their interest rates and we'll talk about uh, the collateral like the switches when it comes to collateral and standardized mortgages but tell us you know what advantages a client have if they haven't touched their mortgage let's say since 2016. Definitely. Uh, that's a great question. 
Um, you know, that that deadline was actually extended to November of 2017, actually. So as long as somebody got a mortgage prior to November of 2017, and like you said, they never touched it. They just got the mortgage. They've been paying it down. Um, these individuals are eligible for what we refer to as the grandfathered rules, which is prior to the stress test. So what does that mean? What does grandfathered rules mean? That means that you can do an insured deal at a 30-year amortization. Uh, that might not mean much when I say it, but it's huge. Trust me, this this adds five additional years at the very best rate available. It makes it easier to qualify. And further to that, we have this stress test in place where we have to add 2% to the rate that you're getting and qualify you at that rate. The grandfathered rules were to qualify at what the client is offered. So if we're offering 5.34 today, you're qualifying at 5.34 today on the grandfathered rules. Mm -hmm. With the current stress test rules, that same deal is qualifying at 7.34. So this makes a significant difference in what people can qualify for, Anthony. If somebody has gotten a mortgage in the past prior to November of 2017, they have not refinanced, they have not touched it, they've just been paying it down, that person has the utmost flexibility and should definitely be reaching out to you. So don't get Keep that as is. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to talk to you about that. And I just want to shed a little bit of light on what you just mentioned as well, is that, you know, a lot of people are under the impression of, hey, I got this mortgage and now I got to stick with the same lender for the rest of the mortgage's life and pay it down and just keep renewing with them. That is not the case. As a matter of fact, I know firsthand having been experienced with retention at banks, um, they will offer you higher rates than what's available on the market knowingly because they know that in order to renew with the bank, all you have to do is sign a piece of paper. You know, going through your broker, yes, you're doing a little bit more work, but you're saving thousands of dollars, right? And this is something that you should definitely be aware of. Uh, sorry, I know you asked uh, collateral and non-collateral. So that's a really good question. Uh, we have collateral and we have standard charges. So we'll start with standard, which is a lot more simplistic and, and kind of wholesome. Um, a standard mortgage is a standard <laughs> a standard mortgage. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what does this mean, right? Um, so let's say, for instance, somebody gets a $500,000 mortgage. Um, exactly $500,000 is being registered to the title of the home. And let's say that individual gets an interest rate of 5%. Exactly 5% is being registered. The payment is $2,500 exactly 2500 is being registered as you guys can see from the theme exactly what you get is exactly what's registered to the title of your home now with a collateral mortgage it's a little bit different so let's say you get the same example you get a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage but the place is actually worth a million the bank or the lender that's offering this collateral is actually registering a million against your home okay now your interest rate is five percent they're actually registering fifteen percent Right, your amortization mm -hmm. is 25 years, they're registering 45 years. Why are they doing this, you might ask? The benefit for them to do this is now if you as a customer reapproach them and say, hey, I want some more money, 
they don't have to necessarily requalify. They don't necessarily, well, requalify, yes, but they don't necessarily have to reappraise. They don't have to re-register. They can advance funds to you over and over again because they've left some buffer room for themselves. Mm -hmm. What is the disadvantage to this? You as a customer on your credit profile are now exposed to more credit. You know, you might, your mortgage, instead of saying 500,000, might show up as a million, even though that's not the case, mm -hmm. right? From, from a credit use standpoint, they're kind of using even excess of what they're offering you and they're limiting your future borrowing capacity, right? They're also making it more expensive for you to transfer. Collateral mortgages are expensive to transfer. Um, the only way to get rid of them is via a lawyer. So there are some advantages and disadvantages to it. And that's so, kind of the difference between the two. Absolutely. So, I mean, thank you for clarifying that. And once again, for some reviews that may have those questions, because we always talk to them about this as well, is obviously even with a collateral charge, if they, God forbid, ever needed a second mortgage, and let's say they evaluate that property at the highest amount, uh, chances are getting some secondary financing will pose a lot more challenging for them down the road. Uh, but as far as, let's say, a client is coming to us and saying, hey, you know, I want to switch over, but do I always need a lawyer? Are they going to compensate me back anything for switching or transferring? What are some of the fees that they would incur on a switch transfer? I, I absolutely love this question. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, some of your competition is going to tell your clients. They're going to try to scare your clients and tell them that, oh, watch out for those fees. Watch out for those broker fees. Watch out for those lender fees. They're, they're, nothing applies on a transfer. We don't charge a penny. We, we absorb all of your costs. We pay for FCT. FCT is a legal service provider. So in, in lieu of a lawyer, we're providing FCT and we're paying them to do this service. They're going to provide all legal services. We're going to cover the appraisal cost for you. The only cost that a client incurs, if any, is number one, a discharge fee. This is a provincial charge, right? This is charged by the government. So that's varying by province. You can look that up. Uh, the second charge is, if applicable, a penalty. So mm. when would a penalty apply if somebody decided to transfer before they were up for maturity? If they're doing a transfer at maturity, then their only cost out of pocket is going to be the discharge fee. Awesome. Awesome. That's really good news. And obviously, if you, anybody listening has any questions, obviously, feel free to reach out to a mortgage professional and have the conversation with them. But Asad, we're going to uh, we're going to end the video here. And I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, once again, if you'd like what you're hearing on our Finance Fridays uh, and our Financing Simplified podcast, we invite you back again. Stay tuned. And Asad, you know, obviously, if a client's interested, they can visit uh, the website, obviously, for Merrick's, right? Uh, get themselves but most importantly, you know, these are lender uh, lender partners that, uh, you know, we work with together through the broker channel. So reaching out to a mortgage professional uh, to get more information. But we'll leave the video here. Asad, thank you very much for coming on today. Um, My pleasure. And, thank you, Anthony, for having me. And we'll, hope, and we'll hope to have you back once again sooner. Talk a little bit more about other components in the mortgage industry. But we'll tune it out here. Thanks again for clicking. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.